Hello and welcome to Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name's Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. And this week we give you a Galactic Star Cruiser update. Lighthouse Point opening in 2024. And share some fun things to do when it's raining at Disneyland. Let's dive in. And this is episode number 74. We're back. We're back and recording from a new place. Yes. So the move has uh, has happened. <laughs> yes. And it happened. It was it was a lot. We need to tell the people about the little hiccups that we were talking about on stories on Instagram. Okay, yeah. So if you follow us on Instagram, I may have alluded to some problems that happened. So 90% of the move went well. Um, we made the... Now, I know, was a brilliant decision to hire a couple of movers. Yes. And those guys worked so hard and got us moved uh, in about three hours. They were truly amazing. Yeah, they worked very hard and uh, took a couple trips back and forth from our old place to the new one, and they were awesome. So, so happy that happened. It is worth every single penny if you guys can swing it. If you ever move to hire a couple local movers, make sure they get good ratings online and stuff. But these guys were amazing. But anyways, the items I decided I wouldn't have them move, and I thought I was brilliant in doing this. So I've got, I've mentioned this before, but I've got a very sensitive uh, TV, and I, I spent too much money on it, and it's my pride and joy. It's uh, it's called an OLED. It's just kind of the technology yeah. uh, LG thing. So anyways, I'm not going to dive too deep into that. People are like, I don't care, dude. <laughs> They're like, get to the story. Exactly. So I just, I, I bought this thing just because we love watching movies, and I wanted something that was like color accurate and all this stuff. So... The problem with it, it's very, 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 very thin, like paper thin. And so when you move it, it is susceptible to cracking and all these dumb things that can happen when you move a very thin, large TV. Right. And the screen could bend. The pixels could get pixels, right? Well, yeah, kind of like basically just the screen itself can can get get messed up, messed up. Right. So I said I kept the original box and I said, you know, we're going to throw it in the original box and Caitlin and I'll move it over a different time. So my dad was over and he said, I asked him, hey, actually, do you mind running over to the old house with me and grabbing our old, our TV? And he knows how sensitive it is. And even he was a little nervous to do it. He's like, uh, yeah, usually this guy's like, I'll do anything. You want to move a piano, a grand piano in the back of a truck? Let's do it. So even he was hesitant, but he agreed. And long story short, while we were driving home, we had a large desk in the back that he was picking up for something else. We had my TV all wrapped up. Uh, We took a turn and both nearly tumbled out of the truck. The desk fell out of the truck bed and was leaning on the side, like barely holding on because of the straps. And they're on like, you guys are on like a one lane road. So yeah, cars are nearly hitting us because my dad had to pull over really quick and park to fix Mm -hmm. it. The TV's laying down. It crashed to the side of the truck. And in my head, I'm like, okay, there it is. It's broken. Like (laughs) I'm just accepting it. It happened. Let's move on. And I need to breathe, practice breathing exercises. (laughs) So we hop out. This guy pulls over and helps us load everything back up. He was very nice. The truck, or I'm sorry, the TV's like all strapped, very janky now. And it's like moving around while we drive. And I'm just like, I'm just writing it off as gone. So I ignore it for a few days. It sits in the box and we open it up and it's fine. But it works. It works. fine. By a miracle. I don't know how. Intact. Yeah. But any husky, that was the move. We're done. Yeah, we're, we're recording it in the new room. Hopefully it doesn't sound too different or anything, but we're excited. It's a, it's an awesome house. Uh, we've got some more room to kind of move around 
And uh, again, if you've listened for a while, you know that our old home uh, was a little more rural, so the internet solution was not great. And now we have normal internet, very fast. And so now we can have way more people on and and talk to some fun folks in the Disney community, Mm -hmm. as well as go on to some other folks' podcasts. So we're excited. But anyways, enough about us. Let's go ahead and dive into that news. But oh no, before we do, I'm forgetting two steps. I'm all miscombobulated, whatever you want to say. Uh, Please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Giant help to the show. And uh, you can also share this episode with a friend. So if you have a friend at home that you know loves Disney, uh, you can share this episode with them and say, hey, you know what, bud? I've got something you want to listen to. Yeah. And we actually have a couple uh, reviews to, to read off. We'll read one this week and then another one yes. next week. Yes, which by the way, as you've mentioned before, thank you so much to everyone that leaves a review. I cannot tell you enough how excited and just happy it makes us when they come through. We always do, like, well, speaking for myself, I do a happy dance almost. Caleb does not. He just laughs as I <laughs> yeah. do it. Um, but the review for this week is from Mr. Make It Magical himself, Clayton. Mr. Clayton. Um, it's titled, My Favorite Podcast Named After My Favorite Disneyland Coffee Shop. <laughs> There's a lot of qualifiers in there. I love it. <laughs> Five stars. Um, so again, he mentioned this is by far my favorite podcast named after my favorite Disneyland coffee shop. Caleb and Caitlin are an absolute blast to listen to. Oh, very Clayton, nice. We appreciate you. Yes, thank you. They have an amazing podcast themselves. Clayton and Emily make it magical. Yes. I almost called it Mr. Make It Magical. Yes. It is just drop the Mr. It's Make It Magical podcast. And yes. they do a fantastic job. And thank you so much for the kind words. Yes. I'm surprised we didn't hear anything about Dole Whip I know. on the comments. He's a big fan of Melty Dole Whip. So if you <laughs> want to support a podcast, go ahead and send him a, uh, a gift card for a, a Melted Dole Whip. And he'll appreciate that. But thanks so much, Clayton. Appreciate the love. Appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. And finally, before we dive into the news, you can also support the show by using our Getaway Today link, which is in the episode description. Uh, You can save an additional $10 on a vacation package if you use code MARKETHOUSE10. Let's dive into the news. All right, and our first news story takes place over on the East Coast, and it's about that... uh, not so spoken about Galactic Star Cruiser. I know, it kind of just disappeared. It disappeared, at least for us. I mean, maybe Twitter and uh, Instagram aren't serving it up to us, but we just haven't heard a lot from the Galactic Star Cruiser. If you're unaware of what this is, it is a two-night experience over in Disney World, and it's a very themed, highly themed Star Wars experience. Very expensive one, too, I mean. Very expensive. It Mm -hmm. starts at about $5,000 for two people Mm -hmm. for this experience. And it's basically a kind of like a, uh, a, a a living RPG. So you're you're living the Star Wars life. They've got paid actors on there that are acting like different aliens and yeah. and, and characters. And it's the food, crazy. like you're experiencing the food that you would have if like you were on Tatooine or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's pretty unreal. Um, again, it's impressive, but it's just a very expensive experience. But things look to be slowing down regarding booking, which is quite interesting to me. Yeah, so they're going down to two experiences a week starting in October. So uh, they're just, I think, eliminating one or two uh, slots there. Yeah, which makes sense to me because, again, I don't think it's in Disney's best interest to have a full lineup of cast members just waiting when nobody's really booking. Yeah. So So I don't know. Again, this can be an indication of like uh, consumers slowing down spending, right? right? We may be going into a recession or a recessionary environment. Mm-hmm. So people may be slowing down on the old discretionary spending, or it's just they've kind of tapped out of the people that are willing to spend 5000 plus on a two-night 
vacation. Yeah. And with that said, even with the people who can afford that two night vacation, maybe they're just not wanting to do it again. Yeah. So it's like, I think it is a one because the story done. doesn't change. Right. So again, I don't want to judge it too hard. We have not been. Um, we One of our listeners actually has been and he loved it. Yes. And so I think if you're a big Disney fan, you can, I'm sorry, Star Wars fan, and you can afford this, I'm sure it's a blast. But I don't know if 5,000 for two nights is in grasp for most people. Right. So again, we'll see what happens. Again, this could totally be a fluke thing and it could pick back up. But as of now, bookings have slowed down at the Galactic Star Cruiser. All right. We have some super exciting news regarding Disney Cruise Line. Lighthouse Point is going to be opening in the summer of 2024. Yes. So this is exciting. So this is the second private island coming for Disney. The first one's Castaway Key. Yes. And it's one of our favorite spots to go ever. Yeah. So like this, this new location has a lot to live up to. Yeah. So they did release some concept art and it looks interesting. I think most of it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. They've got a like water park, it looks like in one section. Uh, they've got a giant beach where you can kind of sit and relax, a kind of typical uh, beach vacation. Right. And then the food area looks odd. It's a giant like peacock inspired archway. Yeah. It's I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, so far. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I remember Caleb and I having a conversation about it. It almost looks like Coco. Is it Coco Key? I think they, they call it Coco K to rhyme. It's pronounced Coco Key like properly. Okay. But if that's, and that's, that's Royal, Royal Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of looks like that. It's very eccentric, like bold colors. Yeah. And it's interesting. And it, it looks like Castaway Key and Coco K had a baby almost. So uh, Coco K, I keep saying K because you have to. Yeah. Coco K has a full on water park. It's paid. You have to pay extra. Um, and it just looks more. So I think they're going for the more lax vibe like Castaway Key but also sprinkling in some thrill and um, and stuff there. So I think they're trying to compete directly with Royal Caribbean. Right. Which again, I I'm excited to see what it looks like. Again, I had no idea that it was coming this soon. For some reason, I thought it was way far out, like yeah. 2025, 2026. But yeah, it's, it's finishing up uh, next summer. That's so awesome. So definitely booking a cruise to check this new island out. All right. And our last news story takes place over at Disney Corporate in what, Burbank, California? And uh, it looks like Bruce Vaughn is returning as chief creative officer to co-lead Walt Disney Imagineering with Barbara Booza. Wow. I believe that's what, how you pronounce her name. It's B-O-U-Z-A, not entirely sure. Uh, but she's the president of the storied division. So Bruce was with Walt Disney Imagineering back in uh, 2016 timeframe. Mm -hmm. He left in 2016 to become CEO and COO of, I'm sorry, CCO, Chief Commercial Officer. Let's get his title right. It's a big deal. Uh, of Los Angeles-based VR firm Dreamscape Immersive. Uh, and then he also worked with Airbnb, where he developed and led the experiential creative product team. Wow. So this guy's impressive. Yeah, that's awesome. He's coming back to Disney. He said he kind of felt like he never left. He was always an Imagineer. And so, again, it seems like uh, some good talent's coming back. Again, it, it doesn't line up with uh, Chapek's takeover of Disney. I don't think he left for any kind of those reasons, but I, I wonder if Iger's taking out the old Rolodex and calling some big guns, people he liked working with, and see if he can win them back Yeah, and uh, bring their talents to Disney. I mean, it's a great start. So Yeah. So awesome. let's see if we can get some other, like maybe a guy named Tom Staggs back in there. Um, he was, I think, uh, the uh, natural successor to Bob Iger, and when the board didn't agree, he left and... Uh, did something else. Yeah, I'm talking more like maybe Rody coming back. Oh, Mr. Joe Rody. Oh, He's a I would, I brilliant, wish. <laughs> brilliant man. I wish. I don't know if he will. 
But he's very active on Twitter. He answers everyone's questions about Animal Kingdom and all that stuff on there. Yeah. He He is truly amazing. Yeah, he's he's a very, very cool guy. Like his mind, just looking at Animal Kingdom alone, like in Pandora, like that was him. Brilliant. And again, I know there's other cast members involved in Imagineers, but I'm like... That is just crazy that someone can think of all that in their mind. Truly. I know. Mine doesn't work that way, no. so I just respect all those artistic people. So. Right. Awesome. Uh, Bruce Vaughn returning to Disney. All right. Before we dive into our main segment, we want to chat about the recent trivia episode yes. we did. So if you did not listen to last week's episode, uh, we did Disney trivia. So a lot of our followers on Instagram and listeners of the podcast sent in some very challenging questions. And again, we had a whole point system. I won't explain it again. Uh, Go back and take part if you want to uh, test your Disney knowledge. Can I say that word right? Knowledge. (laughs) I clearly did not get a high score because I can't even say the (laughs) word. Uh, But no, uh, we have some winners. So we We had some of you send in uh, some of your scores. But uh, we have someone that pretty much went far and above uh, what you could do with this. I mean, it's pretty close to perfect. It was crazy when I found out the score. I was like, whoa. So Jordan and Daniel from Disneyland Forever scored 180 out of 200. That's amazing. That's pretty impressive. Uh, I We got, <laughs> mind you. I got 50. I got 40. <laughs> and again, I, that was out of 100. Oh my because I couldn't do Caitlin's things too. But again, that is insane. Yeah, we had we had a couple people get, was it 170? 160, got? 170. So very close. Some people are really good at this. Yeah, some people are amazing. And again, we wanted to say the biggest thank you to everyone that submitted questions to us, who played along, who gave your hilarious feedback. And yeah, there was some serious controversy around yes. the princess uh, question. So someone sent in a question about basically name the Disney princesses. Okay, and, and she sent along a list and... They made sense to me when we read the list off. I was like, oh, okay. I, mi- yeah. I missed the question. I missed a few of them. And we had some people write in and said, uh, no, that is not the official Disney princess list. And there was some banter. And so one person had a list, another person had a different list. And yes. so Disneyland, or I'm sorry, Disney clearly listens to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Because days, <laughs> no, they don't. But days later, they released a, uh, for what was it? Woman's History Month. Yes. They released a uh, princess list, like the official princess list on their Instagram. And so we uh, shared it on Instagram and everyone was kind of having fun with it. But we're really surprised that some princesses didn't make it. Like Anna and Elsa don't make it. And uh, And Raya? And Raya's on there, right? Raya is on there. Yeah, but it's just weird though. Because I'm I'm just, the way that they pick and choose, it's odd. Because like Caleb mentioned, some people were like, this person should be on here. Well, no, I agree with Disney's list. Well, no, I agree with your guys' list. It was just weird. So And uh, Danny, uh, Danny Fandoms on Instagram did write in and he says that there's a reason behind this. Basically, the Disney official princess is a marketing tactic by Disney, and basically, that's how they control the popularity of a Disney princess. So, uh, Anna and Elsa are treated as an entirely different thing because Frozen was its own empire, right? It did not right. need any help getting hype or popularity with uh, toys and stuff, right? Right. So, apparently, they'll add people on the list if they need maybe a bump. That's so weird to me. Why don't it just include all of them? I don't know. I We had one listener say that um, Vanellope should be added from Wreck-It Ralph. For sure. I love And Vanellope. I love that. I love Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. So, I'm all for it. Let's start a petition. Everyone should sign it. Yes. Vanellope is getting added to the Disney yes. official <laughs> princess list. So, anyways, thanks so much for participating. Congrats, Jordan and Daniel over at Disneyland Forever yes. for uh, winning. And I, I don't know short- what you win. Uh, a high five? <laughs> an attaboy? A- 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 the trivia know. masters over there. Seriously. They're amazing. And I had one story I wanted to share. Um, one of our listeners um, sent us a message letting us know that her and her kiddos 
listened to the podcast and did trivia on the way. I think it was on the way on the way school. and from school. That literally from. like melted my heart, like just to hear that they were and like they love doing it. She was mentioning and just like little stories like that. Like I, I just can't thank you all enough for just being a part of like the Market House family because that just made us so happy hearing something like that. Yeah, it's cool. And that so many of you take the time just to talk to us every day, and we just we've made so many friends through here. So a big thank you for that. And again, thank you so much for doing trivia with us. We look forward to doing it again. Yes, agreed. All right, let's dive in. And that brings us to our main segment of this week's episode, and that is fun things to do when it's raining at Disneyland. This is an amazing topic because for those who don't know and don't live in California, California has been very rainy recently. It's been terrible. I I have always told Caitlin, so I grew up here most of my life in the Sacramento area, and Caitlin's been here since she was born. Since I was born, yeah. yeah. So she's been here. I've, I've moved around the country a little bit, but most of my time on this earth has been in Sacramento. So this is all I know. So growing up, I was told my mom, I'm going to move to a cooler place where it's not as hot and it's going to rain a lot. And I was, I was fixated on Seattle or Portland growing up. Like, I'm just going to move out there and make it happen. I'm not made for it, man. Like, if I, we've had so much rain this year, and it's probably not even a lot compared to the Pacific Northwest, but I can't do it. No, we sound it's like It's been babies so too. stormy. Yeah, and windy. We were kept up the other night. Uh, I mean, we barely got sleep because just wind was so loud. It was howling and smacking the windows, Wasn't the it rain. Like 50 mile per hour gusts or yeah. something. And that's a lot for us. Again, I mean, we may, may sound like babies because people like in the Midwest are like, that's every day. Yeah. But for people who don't get it often, like it's just, yeah, I feel like we're not built like that over here. We're not. That. We're babies when it comes to <laughs> yeah. weather. So anyways, it's been raining a lot, but when it, uh, in normal years, I would argue it is not normal for it to rain a ton, especially in SoCal. SoCal is dry <laughs> as a bone. Yeah. So uh, again, when it rains on your trip, it's not it's not ruined. Don't think it's ruined. There's a lot of fun things to do when it's down there when you're down there. And Disney is is a blast. It's still magical. And we've had some of our best memories on rainy days there. For real. Again, it all depends on your attitude. I know it does damper the mood sometimes, but we have a list of just some fun ideas and things that you can do with you and your family and just to escape the rain. Yep, exactly. All right, let's go through it. So First suggestion would be to watch a show. So Disney's known for like entertainment, right? So take advantage of this entertainment while at the park. So some of these things are, are something you may not even think of normally to do during a sunny day at Disney. So it's just a different thing to experience, right? So uh, some examples are Lion King over at the Fantasyland Theater. I'm not sure how long that's going to be there. Yeah, I'm not but it's there sure. Now. Yeah. Uh, you've got the Golden Horseshoe p- Piano Player in the Golden Horseshoe in Frontierland. A blast to watch. And go get some chicken nuggets. Yeah, they got, uh, and the mozzarella sticks. Yes, they have a ton of Delish, good items. Delish, mm-hmm. a lot of good fried comfort food. Uh, you've got the Animation Academy. So this is one of the best buildings in uh, California Adventure. I almost called it, I always go to say Disney's California Adventure. Same. Uh, it's full proper name. And this is an amazing room to sit in. So they've got giant screens showing um, sh- uh, scenes from uh, famous Disney, like Disney animated movies. movies. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. And again, there's Turtle Talk with Crush in there, which love by the way, that show. it was so good. I heard someone go, that's a kid show. No, 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 no. It is so funny. All, all me. So my entire family's all grown now. My yeah. youngest brother's like 19, 20 years old. We were all cracking up. It's such a good one. And it's for the little ones as well. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Not to mention, um, they do have the art of animation where you can draw characters with different cast members. I think Remember? it's called something else. 
Is it? Is it called Art of Animation? I think it's Art of Animation. I Maybe you're right. Wrong. I'm just, I go, my mind goes straight to Disney World. So. Same. It's something where you, it's animation, obviously, yeah. where you're drawing, but I love to do that. And then there's different little walking areas. You can meet Anna and Elsa in there. And then there's the Beast Library. And library, yeah. And there's the, um, it's called Ariel's, no, not Ariel's Grotto. What's it called? I don't know. There's a section down there where it basically shows you how to animate certain things. It's yeah, very cool. It's like I'm totally or something. Uh, yes, I'm totally blanking on the name, but it's kind of hidden. It's downstairs. So you have to like look straight ahead and there's a little ramp that takes you down there. Go mm. down there and check it out. It's, it's very awesome. Fun. Uh, finally, you've got uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. This is a great nap spot. Caitlin likes to nap in it's this room. It's a snooze fest, that one for me. That's rude. I know. It's, it's very I mean, air conditioned in there though. Yeah, so hot rain. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yes. Mickey's Magic, which is over in California Adventure mm-hmm. in Hollywoodland. And coming soon, you've got Rogers the Musical at the Hyperion Theater. Yes. So if it rains on a summer night, which is very rare, but if it happens to rain this summer, uh, since it's only going to be a limited time, you can go catch Rogers the Musical. Yeah, definitely. Cool. The next thing you can do is go shopping. Yes. This might be Caitlin's favorite option oh out of all goodness, of them. Oh my goodness, guys. Come on. You guys, you can hit up Main Street. You can go to Downtown Disney. There are so many shops throughout the park that you can just sit, walk through, grab an ice cream cone, grab some snacks, just walk through and Just relax. what I want on a rainy day is an ice you cream You know cone. what? Sometimes it's just, it's good to have it. <laughs> okay. Um, pick up some chocolate caramels, get some, um, what are those called? Are they nettles? Nettles. Pick up some, just, just some snacks. Browse through the merch. Look through the, um, what's it called? I almost want to call it the Galactic Star Cruiser. It's the Star, Star Trader. Trader. That one. That's one of my that's favorites. That's a great shop. Growing up as a child. Uh, you've got Julius Katz and Sons. That's the giant uh, store on uh, Buena Vista Street. Right. In California Adventure. One of our favorites. Pooh Corner. Of course. The best store in Disneyland. And of course, World of Disney. So a little tip here while we're talking shopping. If there's something in the parks that you had your eye on and you really want and it's not in your size or you found it once and it sold out, I would go to World of Disney. They have by far the most inventory. Yes, definitely. And it used to be, back in the day, it used to be they would split. So park-only stuff would only be in the parks, right? So they would almost encourage you, if you want this certain shirt, you have to go to Disneyland or DCA. But World of Disney has been carrying everything recently. So they've got everything you can find at the parks. That's awesome. Yes. Giant store, one of the biggest in the country. Amazing. Finally, uh, not finally, just the next thing. You can uh, (laughs) brave the rain and ride some attractions. Yes. And I do want to say one thing here. Um, We have some friends that always go on in credit coaster when it's raining. Ow. I definitely do not recommend, but it is a good time. It feels like... um, You're getting dodged with rain the whole time. Yeah. Like airsoft pellets hitting (laughs) you in the face because... But if you want a good laugh, it's a good thing to do. It is fun. It just stings stings the face. Yes. Uh, So again, this is a fantastic time to ride attractions while everyone is running away and going to the hotels and shops and eating and stuff. You can just go ahead and say, you know what? I'm going to get wet. It's not the most pleasant feeling in the world, but I'll be able to ride rides without waiting too long. Especially Fantasyland, because usually the families clear out when it starts raining really bad. So that's definitely an area that you should. Good point. Uh, There are some rides that usually close when it rains. Just be aware of this. Um, A couple that come to mind are Astro Orbiter, uh, the Golden Zephyr, and Silly Symphony Swings. Anything that spins and is outside, uh, it's a big pretty much lightning rod apparently is what they kind of consider it. So they don't want you on there uh, for a multitude of reasons. Number one, kids probably screaming going, "It fa- my face hurts from yeah. rain. <laughs> and also, and I think it is actually dangerous if there's lightning in the air. Um, does Big Thunder close? I good, don't know. I don't think so. Because I'm like, why does the Incredicoaster stay open? I don't know. 
That's weird. I think if, of course, if it's if it's stormy enough, right, I think right, they close right. it. Yeah. But if it's just rainy, normal rain, I think it all stays open. Uh, splash used to be amazing to do in the rain. We've done that. Yeah, because you're wet already. You might so as well fun. get more wet. Yeah, because then you don't care. That is smart. Uh, but again, some of the rides I recommend hitting because, again, everyone's running away. Indiana Jones, Rise of the Resistance, Radiator Springs Racers, Peter Pan. Think the big e-ticket attractions. Go hit those up. Uh, and then finally, you can always go back to the hotel to change later. So if you can brave it, stay in, ride some attractions. It just makes sense. Yep. And then use a hairdryer to um, dry yes. your shoes off. Caitlin like, sat there for about 45 minutes and dried her shoes like an angel um, yeah. when it was pouring down rain. We mm-hmm. stood out there waiting. Actually, it was to, we were waiting for Aladdin because everyone and their mother wanted to go watch Aladdin when it was pouring down rain. Mm-hmm. And we stood there and rain was coming sideways because it was so windy and our shoes were soaked what happens when you're in a group you just gotta go okay i know the rest of the group we were wanting to uh dip and get out of there but the rest of the group were like oh we'd like to wait yeah yeah okay "Okay." we'll wait Uh, another suggestion you can go resort hopping so bad weather is the perfect excuse to go check out the disneyland resorts Mm -hmm. this is one of our favorite things to do yeah if you haven't stayed there too you can kind of experience it without paying the money yeah uh so you can go sit next to the giant fire in the grand californian hotel Mm -hmm. lobby this is totally free to do and it is a blast uh you can listen to the piano player while you're just sitting there you can order a flatbread and a glass of wine yeah you can get coffee in there usually and if it's during holiday times they do have that little holiday booth set up where there's like cookies and rice crispy treats hot chocolate hot chocolate so it's a really great atmosphere it's really relaxing and it's warm which is nice. Keyword warm. Warm. And I've taken naps in that room. Oh, yeah. So they've got these big rocking chairs right in front of that fire. You can just kind of sit there and hang out. And uh, they've got merch in there. They've got a a nice store. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the Grand Californian is a awesome spot to go escape the rain. Uh, You can also go see uh, the Disney, uh, sorry, different Disneyland hotel towers. Yes, which is very awesome because they're all themed differently. All themed differently, all decorated differently. It's so fun to see the differences. They've got a Fantasyland tower, Frontierland, and Adventureland tower. Soon, they'll have a DVC tower. Yes, and you can go to Trader Sam's as well. You can go hang out in there. You can. Or is it is it Tangaroa Terrace? Tangaroa Terrace That's is also the a good option. restaurant side, and it's mm-hmm. delish uh, and a great place to grab a bite to eat. Yes. Uh, there's the Paradise Pier Hotel as well, uh, soon to be the Pixar Place Hotel. That one's probably not worth the walk. That one's outside of property, uh, pretty well far off. Yeah. And it's not really a uh, worth sightseeing. It's The theming's really old. It's honestly half of it's under construction right now, so you can't even see the main lobby. Yeah. Uh, check-ins happening in a, in a uh, conference center. <laughs> yeah, maybe once the hotel reopens. Yeah, probably worth the look. Then but definitely. As of now, not right, worth it. Right, exactly. Uh, and then our final suggestion is you can always eat a meal. Yes. So you can ride out the storm by eating some delicious Disney food. You can grab some warm beignets and enjoy them on the Disneyland Railroad. Okay, that's a great idea. Right? A wonderful idea. Yes. Eat a churro under an umbrella. Some delicious nachos at Lamplight Lounge. Oh my gosh. That sounds so good right now. You can grab drinks at Trader Sam's like Caitlin mentioned. And again, possibly the best option of them all. You can go and grab the Jolly Holiday Special. If you don't know what this is, this is a gooey warm grilled cheese sandwich with tomato bisque on the side. It is so good, especially on a cold, rainy day. It's the perfect meal. It's absolutely amazing. And there's one thing I did want to mention um, as far as sitting somewhere that has um, kind of like a cover from the rain. Um, the Pizza Planet location, even though it's very chaotic inside, there's a lot of indoor seating over there, as well as um, the Galactic Grill. It's all covered for the oh, most part. Oh, that's a good point. So there is seating under there. So definitely look out for that area because, again, the Jolly Holiday seating is outside. There are umbrellas, but if it's there, a downpour and there's yeah. wind... 
you're probably going to get wet. Yeah, so. so it's probably worth grabbing. Yeah, you're right. I mean, again, it's the perfect meal, but you are going to get wet. It's maybe worth getting a little wet. Or you can always kind of grab it and maybe just stand up in the shops next door. Yeah, and there's also Red Rose Tavern as well with indoor seating oh. that people can go to for some flatbreads, some burgers, the whole thing. So Great point. Uh, but again, in normal times... Uh, not in recent crazy California storm times. Uh, it doesn't rain very long in California. So if it starts to rain, it maybe rains for like 45 minutes an hour and then it's gone, right? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, not obviously like you said right now. <laughs> not right now. It rained all day today. So yes. this is definitely not the norm. Uh, but again, especially SoCal, rarely has long bouts of rain. Uh, so don't feel sad if it starts to rain on your trip. It's a great time to do things you normally would not do. Uh, again, to take advantage of the lower wait times and ride some of those big attractions. Yeah. And don't be afraid, honestly, to put a poncho on. Some people look, oh, those look so silly. We do use them all the time when it's raining. Just put it on. It makes everything so much easier because you don't have to worry about your clothes getting all wet. Yeah. And, and who cares if you look a little silly? No. Like, I don't care. It's so it's so much nicer and it makes for the best pictures. Yes. <laughs> so. A lot of silly pictures happening. Yeah. But again, like we mentioned, again, it doesn't rain a lot. And if it's going to rain, it's just another opportunity to make some unique memories. Um, right. We, we look at uh, the time it rains at our on our trips and mm -hmm. we look back on it fondly i mean yes. it, it just happened exactly and a lot of fun stuff happened afterwards mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's a good time disneyland it's hard to have a bad time at disneyland and raining is not one of those things that's a make or break part of the trip exactly awesome well that's it that's all we have for you thank you so much for listening you can find us over on instagram at market house podcast and twitter at market house pod make sure to follow us over there for pictures from the park and exciting news and announcements uh, again, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Huge help to the show. Again, a rating is when you just click those five stars. Yes. And uh, it takes five seconds. And then if you want to take the extra step and take a couple of minutes to write a written review, that is always welcome as well. Yes, we really appreciate that. Uh, again, remember to use our Getaway Today link for your future trip bookings. Uh, check out the episode details for that link. And join us next week for another episode. This has been Margaret House. Bye. Bye.